0: Hey guys.
1: Hello. <laughs> yeah. right. We're going to edit that part out? <laughs> yeah. Nope, it's all I'll just same.
0: So, what do you guys want to talk about? Should I do an intro?
2: You probably should, right?
0: Okay. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stephen King cast One Man's Musings on the Works of Stephen King. Each week I'll review one uh, entry in the bibliography of Stephen King in the chronological order of publication. But today, however, we uh, I'm changing things up. Uh, I am joined by two horror aficionados, uh, and I am just breaking form completely. I don't even know if we're necessarily going to talk about Stephen King. But uh, I am joined by John Cortis. John, say hi. Hello. And Tony Bargotti. Tony, say hello.
1: How's, he, how's it going, guys? <laughs> how's <a good> intro?
2: <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's happy to be. Happy to Just be want
1: here. to say I'm the lesser of the uh, knowledgeable people here about the horror stuff. But. Well, let let's let the podcast be for so. itself. <laughs> okay, so
0: um, I, I don't know. What, what are we talking? What are we going to talk about? Okay, okay. So here, <laughs> h- how about this? I'm going to throw out a question. Um, I, I had asked these two guys <laughs> to think about scariest moments, scariest. Uh, um, horror movies whatever so let's just we are approaching the halloween season i don't know when this episode is going to drop but um currently as it's recording we are entering the halloween season it's early october so let's just let's keep it just general um just scariest what are our scariest moments in 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 horror it could be a book it could be a movie just what what has scared you at some point
1: tony (laughs) (laughs) Can I go first? You I I can I go first, out. yes. We talked about this, uh, I think, the last time we were here, but I had this very distinct uh, fear of clowns. So when I was younger, uh, watching Clown House, just the idea of uh, clowns coming after me <laughs> terrifies me. And I, it was one of the first realizations that... Because uh, a lot of the times you have like a horror villain that's, you know, slow pace coming mm. after you. It's, you know, Jason Michael Myers. But I remember them chasing after the kids, <laughs> running after the kids. And it just seemed like they can be captured, they can be caught up to. And it just scared the crap out <laughs> now,
2: of them. Now, is it cl- clowns in general, or does it have to be escaped lunatics dressed as clowns? Is it just it, the. It could you be know?
1: either. Um, <clears throat> I think Connor's talked about it a little bit in the podcast and, you know, earlier ones where it's. You just revealed my name. Oh, is that, It's out? okay, it's just, it's okay, it's just, up until now I was a mystery. Alright, breaking news, but, uh, everyone. We can bleep that out. Beep. My name is Connor. Okay, but, so um, go on. Just, uh, the, the idea of something that shouldn't be there, you know, like a clown at night, you know, is, is scary. And you've talked about stuff where, you know, just seeing, uh, balloons out of place is scary. Uh, I just, I just have a distinct fear of that. Just stuff that's out of place.
0: Uh, yeah, and I, I this is this is something that I'm gonna be addressing uh, once I get to it. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, I you, I'm sorry, but you're cra- you're really cracking me up every time mm. one of us talks. I- mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> mm. Okay. Anyway, uh, so uh, basically, um, I'll, I'll be addressing this uh, in the it review. Mm. <laughs> when we get there. Uh, but what, So right now, um, soon, uh, American Horror Story Season 4 is going to be um, uh, airing on FX. And uh, the, in American Horror Story, for this particular season, uh, Carnival, or Freak Show? Freak Show. Um, it, it, they, they've been um, advertising a clown a lot. And Ryan Murphy, the, the creator, has stated that it's going to be like the scariest clown of all time. Uh, and just in what I've seen, yeah, it, it's scary. But I just I don't. To me, it's not the scariest clown because at this point, it's just it's just a scary clown. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and and that's that's just kind of a thing that that we have in our in our society now, just like the idea of a scary clown. But what terrified me, and I'll kind of bring it to to it is, and it's like what John was saying that. Pennywise, the dancing clown, is just always out of place. Like you're not supposed to see a clown in the sewer, and that, to me, is what what's terrifying. You know, it's a normal looking clown. It's not like covered in muck. It's just it's a normal looking clown acting like a clown in all of the places that a clown shouldn't be, and that to me, that that that
2: scares me. Now the other, it's funny that we're all talking about just clowns now. This movie is. Uh, would you say this movie's obscure, or do you think anybody? Th- what you know, the clowns? Uh, the clown no, house uh, clown, house. clown house. Clown
1: house. Oh, um, I, yeah, it's obscure. Yeah, because what else? So, the director's done Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, Victor
2: Salva. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that 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 I, I you know took from the movie when I first saw it when I was a kid, it was so terrifying for me. Was that <clears throat> I think it's taboo in movies that uh, that kids are in that much danger. I feel like you know. A lot Hollywood plays it safe a lot, where they kind of stray away from you know seeing kids being killed or seeing kids being one
1: of the three kids dies. Does he
2: not? Well, or close to it's Sam Rockwell in one ah. of his first appearances. Sam in Rockwell? Oh yeah, he's with the older brother, and it's great. Okay. but at at no time do do you do you feel sure that they're going to make it out of that situation? So right. so you know those three three kids alone are totally at the mercy of these three giant lunatics. And I think that's the thing that scared me as a kid is that I was like, "You're not, you're, real, I, somebody could just show up in my house, Yeah. and it could be dressed like a clown, and I'm like not, you. I'm not safe. There's not going to be any there, anybody there to help me." And yeah. and that, and that's the thing that really, really, really creeped me out. It creep, actually has two of
1: my fears, actually. You know, like I, 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 clowns is one, obviously, uh, but kind of like the home invasion thing mm. also kind of terrifies me. Um, so that's my first one.
0: Um, when when I think a kid's in danger, um the, the blob there's kids that die in the blob right like young kids the remake oh know? yeah when one of the little kids gets pulled, pulled like in and they're the in the water. sewer yeah, right they're yeah, trying to get yeah. out like that always stuck with me when I was when I was a kid that's a great movie mm. the remake I love the remake the 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 original scared me um immensely as a kid I <laughs> In fact, it made me. There were two movies that that scared like I, you know, I grew up on horror. I watched like Freddy and and you know and and, and um, Halloween and, and just like every I watched a ton of scary movies. There are two scary movies that that scared me to death growing up. Um, one was, <laughs> one was about uh, killer bees, mm-hmm. and I couldn't leave my house in the summer for two weeks. <laughs> you know, and John wondered where I was. You didn't call your house. Yeah, <laughs> <there>. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, just, I wouldn't leave I wouldn't leave the house because uh because I was afraid I was gonna get attacked by by killer bees um and the other movie that scared me to death was was the blob because I was really creeped out by the fact that that thing could get anywhere like there, there was no stopping the blob
2: yeah and there was th- yeah yep there's very some very effective scenes in that the the whole foam booth in the original scene, or the, the remake the, the remake what year was yeah. the remake that was, eight. Eight. I was like eight yeah eight.
0: with wait which Dylan was it Kevin Matt? Dillon. It, it, what? A, Kevin Dillon.
2: Okay. With an awesome mullet and pirate shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and a sweet motorcycle. Who directed that? That's somebody... Whose who's is that? Because that, Do a, we sound like we don't know about horror movies? Because <laughs> we're not, we're not uh, We can stating. dub it in later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, seriously, though. Who does that?
0: Is that? Is that Fred Decker? <laughs> it, no, is not, it's not. it is not. It is not. It is absolutely not Fred Decker.
1: I was surprised. I actually looked him up the other day. He's only directed like Night of the Creeps, Monster Squad, and maybe one other thing. Hmm. If I'm remembering it correctly. That's bothering me.
0: I, I, what I, was that? Are you looking it up? I am.
1: I said, <laughs>
0: okay. um, Do you know they
1: make a reference to uh, the Monster Squad in Night of the Creeps? It's actually like written on the wall in the bathroom. Yes. The yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep, yep. Have you seen that lately? Yes. I just watched it the other week. And what would you think? I still love it. Really? All right, well, that's that's actually, I should have put that in my list of scary things. Just the, the little creepy things going on in your mouth. It's very scary. <laughs>
0: Night of, the, Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps. I was talking about Monster Squad. Oh, have you seen oh, that, have you seen that, seen, that <laughs> This is the worst yeah. segues back and forth. <laughs> uh,
1: no, I haven't seen it in a I, I, while. I, I yeah, watch, probably years. watch that at least once
2: a month. Okay. Once a month? One of my fa- yeah. It's wow. definitely one of my favorite movies. Even though it doesn't Horror. make any
0: sense. None of that. Does it need to that? make sense?
2: No. The the goofy Muppet aliens in the beginning stopping the... Uh... <laughs>
1: my car was about to blow up. Did oh, you hear that? Yeah. it was warning you. There was a countdown. The Blob 1988. Yeah, who is that? That was...
2: Directed by Russell McKay. Chuck Russell. Chuck Russell.
1: What else has he done?
2: No, I I wouldn't have thought that. Who was it written? Congo. They do. (laughs) So you
1: terrifying movies. Did the Mask, Eraser. Who who wrote it? Theodore Simonson and others.
2: The others they they do a good job.
1: Frank Darabont was part of the screenplay.
2: That was it. That's who I was thinking.
0: Tony, what did you want to talk about earlier? You said that you mentioned that you were you were we wanted to save something for the the conversation
2: is is the horror genre dead i mean that's oh. where that's where i felt like the conversation was going is what were we talking about how everything's been done like when we talked about our favorite movies and, and what's set out in the genres how out of out of the movies we like the best or have been the most effective you know in our mm-hmm. long illustrious career you know career of uh <clears throat> of moviegoers uh, have we gotten to the point now where there's n- is there anything left to scare us with i mean
1: I'm tired of the remakes, personally. I, I can't... I can't take another one. Nothing's <sighs> new.
0: It, it depends on what the movie is. I mean, like, we were talking today about, um... <laughs> the Fog remake. Right? <laughs> which is... God. Which is one of the worst movies ever made. Mm. Um, but, I, I mean, like, right now, we... There... I, I mean, we... Uh, there's the It remake that that's in pre-production. Which excites me, because I think that... I think there's a lot that they can do with that. Um... I, Pet Cemetery was talked about being remade um, which I think that there's a lot that can be done with that I mean I, uh, I think that a lot of remakes are unnecessary I think there's a lot of movies I never want to see remade uh, like the birds um, or Jaws you know I mean there's just some movies that just never ever should be touched
1: um, I but, worry about Jaws a
0: lot <laughs> I, I think, don't, as, I, don't I think don't as long as Spielberg that. is yes, alive yeah. um, I don't think that anyone has to really worry about Jaws being remade
2: but I just don't think that that is realistically ever going to get touched, and and, and it, not just because, you know, Spielberg will never never let it happen. I just think that that movie, and again, we started a little awkwardly because if we're going to go into, you know, if we started a little, you know, going into movies that that scared us or scariest moments, I mean, I'm always going to go back to Jaws as being,
1: the, yeah, that's a prime, being fear.
2: not only my favorite movie of all time, but probably my, and I know you can't technically list it as a horror. But if you're talking AMC, about scariest, thing, right? well, yeah, In the horror movie definitely. County. But I agree. It is a monster it'll, shark. It'll so, and yeah. that and again, we could we could go into that if you well, want. There's a lot of reasons. Yeah. But for, I think why one of the reasons it's so effective and why it was so effective when I was a kid is that these were taboo, unknown things to me. We know so much about sharks and we know so much about the ocean at this point. It's not enough. That's another scary thing, but. I just don't think it, it holds the same. A great white shark holds the same weight as it did at that time. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, this was because now we're living in, in post-shark week. World. Yeah,
2: I mean, we know we pretty much know everything you're ever going to know about about sharks. And 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 what really scared me in that movie as a kid was, you know, you learn by by watching the special features or really learning about the movie that that a lot of it is due to the fact that the special effects didn't work yeah. and they couldn't show the shark as much as they would like to, but when you see it it doesn't look like a shark it looks like a monster it, mm. it doesn't the representation of that of, uh they did, like they did not look and know. i but i think that helps the movie I, agree. I think and
0: that's something that a lot of people dump on because it doesn't which i like think is doesn't...
2: ridiculous it mm. it i think the parts that that the only parts of the movie that kind of don't do anything for me are the are the stock footage scenes the of midget, the great white uh, yeah. in that are just they're just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sho- like shoehorned in <laughs> that they don't need yeah. so that shark on its own that you barely see under the surface, turning sideways to bite mm-hmm. that guy's leg, or it just t- comes out of the water for a second, are so yeah. effective, mm-hmm. I love and it shark. does not look like a shark. It looks like a child's interpretation of a monster. Or to it me. looks
0: like back in the day on the old cartographer maps, you know, like yeah, it, where it would yes. say like here there be monsters, yeah, dragons. You exactly. know, I mean, it looks like the, the drawings of sea monsters.
2: Again, so I feel like it it, it has its time in history. And it's effective just because it's a great movie, mm-hmm. and it always will be, because, you know, not just the scare factor. There's always ever... this
1: sort of weirdness to how it moved, because it was, you know, was this big machine <laughs> yeah. that was slow. Exactly. And obviously, sharks are so fast, it, it kind of took on its own sort of hmm. monster's feel just by moving so slow. Mm-hmm. It was and... the Jason
2: of the sea. It... <laughs> the Jason
1: of the sea. <laughs> Tuna of the sea, the Jason.
2: <laughs> I just, you know, that will always that will always be the movie I, I go to, if, if, if anybody asks me on a list. That's, that's of, for all of us. That's our number one. I mean, yeah, that's I would, still yeah, one of the reasons that I I'm not o- very far. Yeah, I'm not only scared of the ocean, but one of the reasons I'm so fascinated with it is because of that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just perfect, and it's funny. You know, the thing that we go into. Uh, oh God, I want to say millennials. Anybody I've talked to. You know anybody I've worked with, or anybody I know that's that's significantly younger that I've that I've suggested movies to. You know, Jaws is always one of the movies I try to get people to watch. And it and what makes me, in you know, it's just insane is I'll is I'll have people come back and be like, yeah, I couldn't get through it. It was boring, or it was cheesy, or and I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? I, I, I want to
0: get back to um to Jaws in a second. So John, I want you to remind me to get back to Jaws, but at the same time with what you're saying, um. That happens. That happens a lot. It drives me insane. But it doesn't just happen with Jaws. It happens with the Exorcist. exorcist.
2: A lot. I could have went this way. <laughs> yeah. so I I got to the point. Uh, should we go in this direction too? Because I same thing. I had a list. Ten movies. I let everybody that that's not, it was. I was just kind of breaking into the horror genre. I'm like, you gotta watch all these movies. Jaws again transcends genres. But Exorcist, of course. You know, we're gonna go into scariest moments. I mean, I'm always gonna go back to the Exorcist. That's your but that's your scariest. Scariest, yeah. yes. Uh, and I can go into detail of why, but uh, same thing. I'll have these people come back and be like, I, "I was laughing," or "or it didn't scare me at all." And it, it actually makes me worried for their for, for that they're like sociopaths, yeah. or or it opens up a bigger <laughs> argument: is what are we? De- kids are so desensitized. Like, what does it take to shock someone these days or scare them? That movie again
1: that, okay. is scary
2: on so many levels. And that's that been a it's,
1: long time to see it, just because I was so scared of it,
2: and it's still effective. Like it doesn't, it doesn't lose any, it has lost no,
0: like. Yeah. I mean, because it's disturbing. Yes. You know, I mean, it, it just, it, it's disturbing. It, it, it makes you feel unsafe. Like anything can happen to you that. And that's why, I mean, the fact that the devil Mm -hmm. can take possession Mm -hmm. of, of anyone, even this little girl. But I know that, you know, we've talked about this before, uh, the the scariest part of the the movie isn't necessarily and I know that like the the devil face scares you but the <clears throat> just when she has the battery of tests being run on her, the needle that.
2: in her neck na- yeah and it's like this is the stuff that we're that a normal person is inflicting on her yeah. and just yeah yeah it's it's pretty this girl not only has to have the devil. <laughs> inside her she has to get all these ridiculous (laughs) 1970s medical tests that are just look like torture it's it's like the neck yeah oh and the blood is is just shooting shooting out of her neck yeah it was it was
0: so we you know so going back to like you know kids uh, i sound like such an old man right now kids (laughs) these days you know what do they find um so like right now we're we're in the middle of the woods uh and I, i i i I, I don't know. I mean, I, I know that kids, you know, the, there's the, the instant gratification and there's like the jump scares that, that, <laughs> that, that, you know, people find frightening nowadays, but I, I I'm not going to be necessarily, of course, I'm going to be terrified if someone comes running out of the wood with a machete, but <laughs> that, I think, you know, uh, but because that, that's going to be a primal, I need to get away from this person. But if I saw that, that shot of the, the white devil face in the darkness, just like in between the trees that's something that i would never be able to get over for the rest of my life. Yes. Yep. You know, and that's that that's why that's that's so effective. Um so we were kayaking last night, Tony, and um we were with we were with John and uh he he said that what he wants to do
2: is um yeah
0: yeah, he wants to get a mannequin, okay? And he wants to like like wrap it in lights and he wants to put it underneath the water. And he just wants to like hang out on like the the side of the like the the, the water like on the shore and just wait for people at night to like kayak by or canoe by and then like turn the lights on just for a second and like the kayakers will see like this like glowing like torso <laughs> <So> underneath <laughs> the water for a second and then I'll be gone you know <laughs> but like think about like if if that happened like what would you do like I I I, I when I would crap my pants <laughs> like, and then, one. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know what I wouldn't know what to do. I didn't. I wouldn't know like if I if I would paddle as fast as I could. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know if I would just you freeze <laughs> up. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but stuff like you know, I mean, so like I don't know. The, the the serial killer is terrifying, yes, but it's it's the the things that you can't really just like explain away that I find that much more um terrifying. But going back to Jaws, we were talking about it being a perfect movie. I mean. I mean, another reason why it is so perfect and why it's not Deep Blue Sea, and I do love Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love, I love. Oh, that, that L.
2: Cool J soundtrack. <sighs> the deepest of bluest. Yeah. My head is like a shark's, shark's fan.
0: Um No. <laughs> and you kill my bird. It's <laughs> the best line delivery when after someone's uh, parrot has died. Um, but the characters. I mean, it's if. If they weren't able to create fully realized characters in Jaws, I mean, the movie, mm. movie would have been nothing. Um, and I think that, that is, that's integral <laughs> to... Uh, I don't know. Like, if we compile a list of, like, the scariest moments, are they scary because we care about the characters?
2: Yeah, and I feel like that's the, the cheap, just hollow product we're used to now in these, you know, what, what Hollywood thinks is scary. I mean, they're just so, like, forgettable. There's nothing that really resonates. Uh, I, I, you know, again, I'm not by any means stating that Insidious or The Conjuring, although they're, I am I guess I will stand by that. They're really, as far as, you know, new horror goes, yeah. those are great movies. And I know there's people that are on the fence about Insidious. I've gotten argue, arguments with people about, about whether that's a great movie or not. But I get a lot out of it. I feel like, in and in a, in to your point, a big part of that is that I, you're invested in those characters. I feel like... Mm-hmm. They do a good job of, of, you know, making you care about what's happening to these families in these yeah, movies. Most so.
1: movies these days, but they put characters second, it seems like. Mm-hmm. So it's rare to find it.
0: You know, and, and then something, you know, with, with Insidious uh, that I really liked is you, you can tell that they just. Who who was the director? James Wan? James Wan. Wan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you could tell he had a lot of fun making that movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's infectious. I mean, uh, the fact that it. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Like it has, like the. How does how? <laughs> I mean, when they flash *Insidious*, like they flash like *Insidious* on the screen, right? Yeah, Is and it's like, a, and it's a total throwback yeah. to the
2: like '70s. You know, over dramatic music, the score. Yeah, like it's awesome. like it's a it's a it's an om- nice homage. So yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and *The Conjuring*. The *Conjuring* was one of the best movie experiences I've.
2: I had agree. I really, really. Because the crowd
0: that. was so into it, and, and they were like scared. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's something to be said about watching a legitimately scary movie. Um, in in a crowd, what's the scariest moment in, in that movie?
2: Oh wow! You know, there wasn't. I guess there was ju- what you'd call jump scares too, yeah. but there was like a just a building dread the entire, the entire movie too. Yeah. It was like, uh the I don't. Where do you even start? I mean, I don't know. You know, chronologically, I, I at this point I've forgotten what happens first, but I mean you know the, the the famous clapping scene is great i it, wish i wish they hadn't put that in the yeah i know it kind of ruined a, a great scene but but uh you know uh, hopefully everybody's seen the movie by this point if anybody's listening but the you know the the girl going up to the the cabinet in the middle of the night and, and looking up in the in the in the, the, uh, <laughs> the yeah which yeah. is you know is on top of the cabinet it's it's very very a lot of unexpected scenes and one of the biggest and again we can go into I don't know how in depth because this is one of the things I wanted to take away about you know if we're talking about scariest moments from movies I think in particular I guess a running theme that, that, that really resonates with me is that and I've talked about this you know a million times before uh, there's very cliched you know settings where I, you almost expect something bad to happen. So mm-hmm. you're, you're driving in the middle of the night and it's raining. There's a thunderstorm. You pull in front of a creepy house. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. in the middle of the woods at night. There's certain times that you should feel safe, and whether it's in your house, it's mm-hmm. in your own home with your with your family. It's it's in the in in daylight. So a lot of these movies do have these great scenes where where in, in The Exorcist is a huge huge uh, example of that too. Is that nothing scares me more when, when it's in the middle of a benign like day when something, you know, I think you had brought up some some scenes from the Amityville Horror too, like mm-hmm. the original Amityville Horror that you're not supposed to be in trouble or see ghosts in or be home. in any kind yeah. of situa- situation in broad daylight and I think a lot of these, you know, it, the, why The Conjuring and Insidious too are also effective. There's some great scenes that just happen right in the middle of the day. Sun, oh, like the, sun's uh, out.
0: Like the, when she's like hanging the, the curtains.
2: Yeah, she in the in yeah the the,
0: the, the breeze blows and it, like it it goes over the the shape of the the the, the ghost that's standing there. Yeah, that's yeah. Or not...
2: the mom's taking a nap Ugh. in the middle of the day and the and the ghost is floating over her in the like in her Wait. bedroom right? in, in, in the Conjuring. No,
0: I don't remember really
2: that. What? It's, it's creepy. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great scene. But um, but it's like that's you're never safe if if these things can happen to you. In your home, where you're supposed to be safe, and again, I'm going to say this again: it's 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 daytime. Mm-hmm. Stuff isn't supposed to happen to you during the day. You're what, never safe.
0: what you know? what's what's the scene in daytime in, in Insidious? Like you see the little boy mm-hmm. running
2: around, right? Yep. Dancing um, with the record player, mm. the Tiny Tim song yeah. comes on. It's it's awesome.
0: The uh, I mean, I think that that's why the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was as effective as it was. I y- mean, yes, it, it doesn't it doesn't take place on a rainy night. You know, I mean, it takes place for the most part, like just in the day. You see everything, and yeah. that that's why, like, when when they walk <laughs> into the house for the first time, um, and I'm talking about the the original text. I just I'm got goosebumps think. thinking about that movie. It's just like super creepy. You see everything in that kitchen. You see everything in that house. So mm-hmm. I mean, there's no shadows. And- it's yeah. yeah. And that's what makes it that's what makes it creepy. That's what makes it disturbing because there's there's nothing there's nothing there's nowhere for the darkness or for the, the the evil to hide. You know, um, the evil is just out. And when it's that bold, that that's what that's what makes it frightening. What
1: what is your favorite? You're talking a little bit about like movie theater experiences. What's your favorite communal sort of movie theater experiences? To go back to like the Blair Witch Project. Um, I remember, I know So hard. here's here's a couple. Good good question. Um.
0: <laughs> uh, so he one was uh. What was the name of that, what was that that name of that movie with uh. The, the girl, she was like the... They adopted her with Vera Farmiga. Orphan. 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 <laughs> orphan was a great movie theater experience because uh, Tracy and I, we um, we went there. I, I think we wanted to see something else. or I don't even know. I think it was just kind of like on, on the spur. We went out to dinner afterwards. We didn't want to go home, so we went to a movie. And, you know, the orphan was there. And I, I really wasn't expecting anything from the movie. I didn't expect it to be as thrilling and as... As fun as it was, um, and the crowd was really, really into it, so that was great.
1: Who was the husband in that movie?
0: Scarsgard, right? Yes, it, <laughs> it was. was one of the scars. Oh boy. Um, what was the name of the, What was the name of the girl in the movie? Esther. Yes. Esther. Yes, some. I think that was, who it was. Oh, that's creepy. That that movie's creepy <laughs> for, for for so many reasons. Um, so that that was a great movie experience. Um, Cabin in the Woods was a great movie experience in the theater. Right, Tony. Like, the, the,
2: was the crowd into it, or were we just into it? I think we we might have been the only okay. well, not the only people, but I think if you're talking about uh, total crowd participation, yeah. that was not one of the movies. I mean, <laughs> us standing up and screaming yeah. uh, at certain parts, yeah. uh, it was great for us. It was a great experience for us. But I think a lot of uh, that was definitely another movie that that if if if. Uh... If you're not really uh, invested in the horror genre, I don't think as many people got as much out of it. Yeah. that's Especially those reveals at the end and those such cool, just a a merman, just the cool, just everything was so cool in that movie.
0: But it's so important to see it, you know, (laughs) like we know we saw it opening night, but like in, in the theater um, before you you, you hear about, you know, well, what's what's going on with the movie. So that, that in my mind, I'm going to believe that the crowd was into it. (laughs) Uh, Um, I mean, just I mean, I know that certainly I was into it. Just, just like, just when the title card comes up, you know, cabin in the woods, and it's so out of place, you know, and it's so. <laughs> it comes big. on yeah. right on
2: the tail of a joke too, <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah, like uh, a very like, you know, run of the mill joke. Oh, you never God. know where this movie's going, yeah. and then those credits are so ridiculous that it's.
0: When those elevator doors open, yeah. just one of my favorite movie um, moments of all time, um, and then The Conjuring um, was a great theater experience uh you know just w- when the crowd just jumps together yeah you know and then like there's that nervous laughter that that runs throughout but john uh i mean you you have the distinction mm-hmm. of, of being there uh for the the greatest uh like movie experience and that was for the blair witch project that's what i'm gonna bring out. up just now um it's the perfect timed yeah uh,
1: scream that's what it was right for the the, the person behind us
0: well, okay, so I'll, I'll set that up. So, um, so just, just to bring it back, um, you know, I mean, a lot of people around that time, you know, this was before, like, the internet, like, really took off, and I really think that the Blair Witch Project, not only was it just great marketing, but, I mean, it was, it was like, the first movie to, to really use the internet yeah, to, It was to one market. of the first
1: viral campaigns that I can that, remember.
0: That website that they created was just I as scary.
1: I the crap out of me. I remember researching the guy, was it Parnell or something like that? Or, uh, his name.
0: Um... What it was like rust.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever it was, it, there was a backstory to it. Yeah, and the website you know had these different links and stuff, and it had that noise and like, yeah, like the, the, the stones. <laughs> uh, it just like it again gives me goosebumps thinking creepy. about it.
0: And then even even the, that supplementary video that came out later. Remember when you and I rented that and it was uh, they kept showing this picture of like uh, of the witch. I you know?
1: know, I do remember that. I it do. was so creepy and it had no reason to be yeah. as scary as it was. Did but... we after we saw that? Did we? Dare each other to go down to the park in the woods. Was that that same night? Oh, good lord, no! That, we, that, was, I, that was much later. I, because I, 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 I had th- a tough time. I don't think that I we, we would have been that that ballsy.
0: Yeah, it would have been a <laughs>
1: couple of weeks, maybe years later. Um, <laughs> we definitely tried,
0: but but that. So I mean, at the time, there wasn't a lot of. I mean, people knew that there was a movie that pe- that that was being talked about. I, I think that some people knew that it, it had come out of Sundance, um, but of course, this was before found footage was found footage, and. Um, so when it came out, you know, I mean, there was the contingent of people that just thought that it was real. Um, you know, I certainly did not think of, I, I mean, I knew the gist. Um, I, I knew what it was, but it doesn't mean that it wasn't any less of you know, and, and that's the thing is that when people dump all over the movie, you know, are they dumping all over the movie because they expected it to be real and then were disappointed when it wasn't? Mm. you know and I don't know, but um crowded crowded theater we we wound up going to our, our second theater of choice because our first theater was, was all sold out and we went up um, going to the the, um, the second theater of choice and it was completely crowded. I have never experienced such a quiet um, movie crowd because they were just, they were so into it. They were so terrified. They didn't want to make any noise. And it's like we were all in the tent with the kids, you know? That's, it was, that's what it sort of felt it like. It was awesome. I mean, people were freaking out. But at the end, at the very end, um, when they find that house in the woods and, you know, Heather is running, you know, um, up and down the stairs and Mike has something has, has clubbed Mike over the head, you know, and, like, his camera has fallen, and we know that we're towards the end. We have no idea what, what's going to happen. You know, Josh is long gone at this point. Um, and she is running up and down. There's those handprints of, of the kids on the walls, and, like, everything is just, like, super creepy. Everyone is super tense. You, No one's breathing in a theater at all. It's just, like, dead silence. And in the middle of, like, this tensest scene, someone, like, in the middle of the crowd just screams, ah! <laughs> and everyone just jumps. It was great. It got me. Yeah, scared the crap out of me. Um, but I don't know. I mean, um, The Blair Witch Project still remains one of the, the scariest movies for me. Yeah,
1: again, to me, it goes back to that thing of taking something ordinary, like children laughing or whatever, and putting it in an unordinary place, like in the middle of the woods at night. That is terrifying to put those two together.
0: <laughs> yeah, or, or children's handprints. Yeah. Um, yeah, all of that, and, and 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 you don't see anything, and that's why a lot of people were, were upset with the movie because you don't see anything. Mm-hmm. But that to me is exactly why it is scary, because you don't see and like what you imagine. You know, that, that's what they say. Like what you imagine is ten times scarier than what you can see. Yeah,
2: and well, to I had the same experience. I went opening night, <clears throat> and I happened to work at the YMCA and worked at a camp uh, during that summer too. That that uh, and had to do overnight, so that that probably <laughs> it, that was a that was that added to the experience for me because I had to go to work, you know, the next day and stay overnight at a camp. But same thing, it's, it's, you're talking about a great customer, you know, a customer um, movie going experience with the crowd. Uh, Same, I had the same experience. Nobody said a word. Uh, I remember, I, I vividly remember people crying Mm. uh, when when everybody was leaving the theater, just hearing people's arguments about whether it was real, what happened. It was just so awesome. And that's another, you know, to, to just. A point of what, one of the reasons I love that movie so much too is that there's no explanation. You don't mm-hmm. get an, uh, uh, an ending like yeah. an ending that you really want. You're like, what? When that movie ends, mm-hmm. and and I think that's what's so satisfying about that movie too is I don't need a resolution in every movie. Sometimes what what scares me the most is no explanation. I'll never get yeah. an explanation for what that, and and I'll be I could be thinking about it for the rest of my life, coming up with my own scenarios, but I'll never have a an answer. Yeah. And is, yeah, it was it was great. I, lo- I love that movie.
0: Scariest movie from that scene. Go.
2: Scary scene from that
0: movie. Yeah, is scariest it? moment. I,
1: I have a problem when that camera pans over and he's in the corner. I mean, I know it's yeah. like probably the, the classic one, but to like, that particular time, I went. We actually went on vacation uh, the next day, and my room was white that I stayed in. It was in the middle of the woods, and it just stuck with me. Like I, I kept opening my eyes, and see, like my my mind was telling me there was something in the corner. So it has to be that for me. Think about the effectiveness
2: of that. It's, it's
1: just, just the guy standing in the corner. Yeah, there's nothing that should be scared. And they'd
2: already, him. and and just the fact that they'd already explained how that how that uh, Rustin guy Rustin Parr. Rustin yeah, Parr was the guy how he dealt with those kids and made them stand in the corner while he ki- while he killed you Another know the one. other kids. Yeah. Just awesome. Uh, when she finds this t- uh, Josh's teeth in yeah. that bag. It's a great scene.
0: Teeth and what tongue? Like what? I, you what can't. Is, you
2: can't quite. Again, which, maybe I'm wrong, but, that, but you can't adds, really figure out, huh?
0: But that kind of adds to yeah. it. like you don't really know. It might the, be his
2: tongue, but in the night before, you just hear him screaming in the woods, and yeah. they can't figure out where he is. But I think what makes the ending, everything you just explained, even more, even more effective is the is the fact that Mike has the microphone. So as they're cutting back and forth between cameras, you hear Heather. Even though you're you're you're, you're following her. Camera, you hear it far away, like she's not there because it's the the camera's picking it up from Mike oh. in another room. That's interesting. Actually. So it's, I never thought of it. That. It's, yeah. that makes it even worse because you it it you're far away, but you're really not. You're in the middle of what's going on, but but the sound isn't even. <laughs> you're hearing it like you're yeah. in another place, and 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 I thought that was you know trying to figure out what was going on and follow it made made it even creepier. You know, it's and, uh, it's just a great movie. I I you know
0: <laughs> even the little things like. Not that it's a little thing, but I mean, it's, it's like when they, they, they go to the, when they wake up and Josh's stuff is all messed with.
2: Just the idea that yeah. something was at night, just went yeah. like yeah. through While his bag there, or yeah. you
1: didn't know it <laughs>
2: <laughs> as we're in the woods.
1: Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're in the perfect environment yeah. for yeah. that movie.
0: And it was around the same time <laughs> in October. Um, you know, and this is not a horror a movie, what I'm going to talk about next, but, I mean, uh, for it it, it kind of captured the same atmosphere a little bit. Um, but, I mean, the first two Silent Hill games were yes. so scary. And I, I loved playing them. So, John, I know that you were the one that, that wound up getting me into
1: Silent Hill. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, I just remember I didn't know what to expect from it. Mm-hmm. So when I first, you know first few minutes of it I think you die as the main character do you not yeah you do so and I remember some of the camera shots I I'd never experienced that in a video game before mm-hmm. it was kind of like overhead shots yeah. that were arcing along and uh you know playing that by myself in the dark it it was it was terrifying mm-hmm. and it still sticks with me
0: what's the new video game coming out the, the new um survivor horror game
2: the evil within
0: is that supposed to be good uh,
2: I'm not exactly sure
0: I'm really hoping that it is, because I, I need a good survival horror, you know, because Resident Evil kind of just stopped, stopped. It's just action now, you know. Um,
1: and just that fog, too, just you didn't know what was in front mm-hmm. of you, what was behind you, what was next to you, the sirens. Uh, Going back to Blair Witch for a second, the... And
0: it's not just about what, um... What, uh what you don't see is is scary. It's also, it really freaks me out when I see someone reacting to something that I don't see. Like that creeps me out. Like at one point, Heather has the camera trained at her and like all of a sudden, you know, she's talking during that, you know, that scene like where she's like afraid and she's like kind of saying goodbye to her parents and, um, she hears something. I don't hear anything or maybe she sees something. I don't know. But all of a sudden she's like, what is that? What is, you know, um, that freaks me out like more than than if i saw something but her reacting the the level of fear that scares me it's like in um uh the conjuring like the one of the kids sees something standing in the corner right <laughs> she's like it's right there yeah that
2: i i yes yes uh. and her sister doesn't see it and yeah. we don't see it and and it's, a, it's just a great setup because you're just expecting, you know, the door to move to see, to see what, what she's seeing that's, that she's horrified to see and you never see it. So it just leaves your, your imagination. like it, it, And, and that's always, I think that's always the, just so much more effective, letting us just come up with the million possibilities of what somebody could be looking at, you know. It's a great scene.
0: Okay, here, here's, here's a scene that, that always gets me. All right, um, and I know that this movie's kind of fallen out of favor, but I still, I was still very affected when it first came out, um, so I'll always appreciate it for for what it was able to do, and I, I loved it for for years after it came out. Do you know which movie I'm talking about? I need some you... sort of hint. How <laughs> about this? Two thousand two, I'd say two thousand two, and it ushered in a new wave of horror. Scream. Nope.
1: Two
2: thousand two. Oh, that's late nineties. The Ring.
0: Yes. Ooh, the ring. Okay. The ring. Um, scene where they open the closet door.
2: Yeah, with uh, Amber Tamblyn. She, and she's just, yeah. <laughs> and it's such a quick, cuts to two seconds yeah. to this horrified mangled body, basically. Yes. Just very so disturbing. Yep. So, like, very I, jump. so very jump, jump scare. Just,
0: Th- that whole opening is so mm-hmm. effective. Like, the tension just builds and builds and builds. There's
1: such a great atmosphere oh. in that movie. Like, the rain, mm-hmm. you know, like, going to that island was was creepy. Yeah. Um, I really do love that movie.
0: Has it fallen out of favor? I think that it has. I I think that it you know with, with the the whole it was such ho- a
2: trend that people are over yeah. the Japanese horror. Yeah.
0: I mean I mean once Cabin in the Woods makes fun of uh, <laughs> the happy singing frog, <laughs> uh, I, I think that it it, it kind of you yeah. know has it, gone by the wayside. Um, although I am interested to see what they do with the new because they're making a new one in Japan at least they're making oh, okay. a new ring. Um, but I I think that it's like the the deal is to like produce it over here. I don't know, but, um, you know, I think that with the the YouTube era, I think that there's definitely something that that can be, there's a new spin. Yeah.
2: Because the idea of, like, here's
0: a videotape doesn't really work. doesn't apply anymore, of course. Um, But that, I I love that movie. Uh, (laughs) Because, like, at the beginning, you know, like, you know something's going to happen, you know, like, and it's, like, so tense. Um, And then we know that, that Amber Tamblyn has died. And, oh my god just to see her in the in the closet and it's mm-hmm. like what could have caused that you know like what happened there um and then like the you know when i saw the movie in the theater um you know and they show us what's on the tape um i was like do, do i now have only seven days to live? <laughs> like i was creeping i was creeped out like i and then i you know any any uh, movie that makes you afraid of something, you know, <laughs> universal. Like Jaws, makes you afraid of the water. It doesn't matter if it's just the ocean or or if we went into the lake, like right yeah. here. You know, I would be thinking that a shark's trying to get me, or even a pool at night. You know, I mean, um, you're always gonna think of the the, the monster below, and that that ha- that's because of of Jaws. A dark television, like <sighs> like, if I was to like fall asleep on my couch. You know, and then, like, kind of, like, wake up and then, like, you know, I don't want to go to bed. I'm just going to sleep here. I turn my television off. There was something terrifying about the idea of the television just turning itself on, you know, and something being on the screen.
1: Um, I kind of forgot about that feeling. I, I, I remember, <laughs> that, you know, having that same sort of situation when I turn off the TV. I, I
0: kind of forgot about mm-hmm. that. I, I will say that I think it was Scary Movie 3 uh, <laughs> when they spoofed <laughs> it. One of the characters... Uh, it's just like eating a big uh, thing of uh, of popcorn, and you know she just has this line. She goes, "Cindy, the TV's leaking." <laughs> <laughs> it gets me every time. But <laughs> um, so, I mean, that, that's that's ter- you know. I mean, I we we got woken up in the middle of the night a couple years ago in in, in my house. Um, like all of a sudden, like I kind of like wake up. I don't know what's going on. Um... But like something has woken me up And I'm just trying to figure it out And I realize like my dogs are barking And I don't really know why And then I hear this other noise Like something else is it you know is making noise in the house I'm like what um, And I go into the room And the, the sound um, Like the receiver Is just all of a sudden on And it was like 2 something in the morning We had been in bed for, for hours And we had turned everything off before we went to bed For whatever reason The, the sound box just turned itself on In the middle of the night and that concept is terrifying, you know. Um like what turned that on? Why did that turn on in the middle of the night? You know, so like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um is it, is it, it's just like really really creepy.
1: Um it was definitely home invading clowns. It had to be. Had to be. <laughs> um, and then uh the sentinel.
2: Mm and you'd reference that in, in yeah. one of the one of the other podcasts. Another a... great movie. Uh, great movie.
1: Describe it again for me. I feel like it's familiar. What year? Oh god. Is that
2: 79? Like 78? Very 70s. Seven, definitely 70s. With very 70s.
0: young Jeff Goldblum, right?
2: And Christopher Walken. Who's got him? some oh, he's one of the police officers in it. Okay. Oh, he's got some great cameos. Woman moves into an apartment building. <clears throat> uh there's a guy looking she looks up meets the real estate agent I guess I'm giving you the cliff notes mm-hmm. notices there's somebody in the very top apartment just staring out the window the real estate agent basically alludes to the fact that it's a priest who's been there for years he's he blind blind mute he's, he's just not basically he's there though the diocese pays for his rent <laughs> to keep him there he's retired and to not worry about him because he's he's uh, he's not any danger so you know, hijinks ensue from there. Uh, meeting other other tenants in the in the uh, in the apartment building. Um, I don't know how much you want me to give away for people who haven't seen it.
0: I'm gonna put an all spoilers uh, description in the beginning. So go for it.
2: Well, you learn. Yeah, you know, like I said, she she meets this very interesting and and slightly off. And that's the thing that's very 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 creepy about the movie is that these each person she meets that lives in the apartment building is just very strange. We have a we have a very early appearance by Beverly D'Angelo in a very <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> a very that I don't want to ruin yeah, that. Uh, yeah. A very yeah, very yeah. creepy a uh, huh, what a young Griswold. <laughs> yes. Very very creepy scene that that has to be seen on its own. I can't ruin it. So anybody who wants to see the movie, uh, it, it has to be <laughs> it has to be seen. But a uh, Burgess Meredith, a very weird Burgess oh, Meredith young. with a with a with a strange cat. Uh, just creepy things just start happening in the apartment, and 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 you you learn very quickly that that uh that uh it's not it's not a very good place. It's, she's she's definitely stepped into something that she's not able to uh, either comprehend or handle, and the only person that's really good or the person that uh it, 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 that can help her is that priest in the, in the in the in the in the I guess the the penthouse or the or the the top four I get in and, and again you want me to spoil the uh, spoil that scene, uh it is or the premise of the movie would you like me to spoil
0: <laughs> um I mean if you want to but no. I mean, well I there's
2: could. a great scene she has had this uh the, and again they don't really go into a lot is of detail a spoiler,
0: the the premise
2: don't you think might be but there's hmm. a great great scene that if we're talking about scariest scenes that that Again, never loses the effectiveness. It doesn't matter how many times I've seen it. It still gives me immediately all the hair, stands up on my neck, my my arms. She's she's lost her dad. Her dad has passed away. And and they don't go too much into, into a backstory. but she's had this really, really bad relationship with her dad, whether she's been abused or she's, you know, it's just a bad, bad relationship. So she she, she hears some noises in the apartment above her. Is it right above her?
0: I don't remember.
2: Well, it's empty. Nobody lives in that apartment. So you already know she's, yeah. she's in for a, a treat. So she, she goes up to the apartment, does some investigating. And there's no music. There's no, And that's the other thing I really like when, when directors or, you know, people that, you know, creators of these movies choose moments. And I think a lot of tension and a lot of scenes are ruined in movies because they're set up with music mm-hmm. or, they're you know, something that's supposed to be scary is, is already... You know, ruined by a by a by a rise in the music or volume or no sound, nothing. So you so you 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 get you get her walking around in this pitch dark apartment. She's got a flashlight. So she opens the door, and it's a nice camera view from inside the room, and there is clearly someone standing behind the door. You can see this. <laughs> Uh, uh, who it is you don't know but but with no sound no lead in this person just walks 90 miles an hour right in front of her across across the room and it is a scene that is just gets you mm-hmm. so quick and it's so like what the you know what the hell just happened and, and then
0: does he just stand there in the
2: corner yeah done? and it, and it yeah, yeah and he's not <laughs> facing her that's yeah. the other thing oh god I'm getting creeped out right now <laughs> walks across and then just stops and he still he walks past her and stops and doesn't turn around. So the, the there's a big reveal of who it is when uh, when the person turns around and then that, that part and it gets even creepier the, the the end of the scene, but it's such a it's such an awesome scene. And again, make make sure you have a spoiler to, to skip ahead or don't listen because was that? It's oh, such a such a good part of the movie.
0: When AMC did the that top hundred horror movie countdown, was that was that on the list?
2: I don't remember. I don't remember it being in there. Know. It might have. It might have been, but I don't. Should have done a little more research. Before we talked about this, but <laughs> we well, didn't do too much planning. We're kind of winging it weird. here. But uh, I I don't think it was. And and I had a great. And I and I've I've showed you that book, right? There was a great book put out in the early 2000s. Fangoria put out a book about the, uh, you know, the best horror movies you've never seen. Mm-hmm. And and it was funny because a lot of the everything on the list was pretty good. I've gone back at this point and researched everything. I got a chance to look through every every uh, movie they've referenced but it was I it was I always felt like a special pride that I'd seen like 80 mm-hmm. percent of the movies that were in there but the Sentinel was definitely in there and and, and that is I had not seen it uh, up until that point and in that book you know got me to research and go out and see it and I'm so glad I did because it's like and I just think any of those movies from the early 80s late 70s really hold a special place for me because they're, they just, the way they're filmed, you know, the, just the setting, it's just, they're just creepier. Yeah. They're just, everything about them. More
1: greeny look to it Yeah. Too.
2: I just think mm-hmm. that it's no gloss it's not, it's not and no, yeah, 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 it's nothing, it's not polished. It's not all good looking people, mm. just, just, you're stuck. That,
1: just
0: in general, that, that's something that I just mm. miss about movies from back in the day. Um, just like people look like people, you know, yeah. mm. like we were just talking about the Fog remake, you know, <laughs> you know um, you know, I mean, in the original fog, I mean, you had people of all varying ages. You know, I mean, it looked like you the, the the inhabitants of like a small town. Um, but the remake starred what Tom Welling, right? Yeah. And yeah. Maggie Grace. Yeah. And Selma Blair. And mm-hmm. like, these are just three incredibly attractive people. Um, and I just who? So who was in the original? You had Adrian Barbeau.
2: Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie, yeah.
0: that's right. Donald um, Sutherland,
2: right? No, no, no. no. no who, who,
0: who was the who was the mustache guy? He was a Johnny Carpenter mainstay, right?
2: Mm, what was his name?
0: Tom. He was the star of Halloween 3 Season yeah, of yeah, Witch. Season of the Witch. But, I mean, he looks like a regular guy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's what I appreciate um, about him. Yeah, I, I wish that they would do more of that, just kind of cast, um, you know, not regular looking people, but
1: not mm-hmm. Tom Atkins.
2: Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins.
1: Um, is not he in a lot of the Decker movies? Like, Wasn't he in
2: Night of the Creeps? Yeah, he was the cop in Night of the Creeps. Yeah.
1: God, that opening scene—well, not the opening opening scene, but the the 50s scene with the, the X murder Creeps me It's on. a great movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. I need to see it again.
2: But the to go back to the fog, there—that the, movie holds up for me too. And I know there's some che- there's a tons of cheese in it with the with the bad special effects. The fog—it's just a big fog machine with light behind it. <laughs> It's all you need. Sometimes. It's a great, it's you know, a great movie. Like, Why well, not? You know. People hate that movie. There's people out there it. that don't think that movie is scary or just you know, ghost pirates. That movie is scary. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. It still holds up. It's like you know, we're we're you know, we we're we're talking about this because we're we're in October now, and it's it's, it's you know, before you know it, every station is gonna have movie mm-hmm. upon movie, twenty four hours a day, and that's one of the things I look forward to every year. Is I I mean, I own the fog, mm-hmm. but. Being able to see it on TV, it's something I really look forward to. There's certain movies that'll hold a place, you know, for my childhood that I'll that I'll just always remember and always love, and haven't really lost any. I haven't lost any excitement for, and that's definitely one of them.
0: So here's a question, um, Tony, because you were just talking about you know this time of year being Halloween with all the stations filled with ho- uh, horror stuff. Um, just in general, um, what, why horror? Why? What do you? What draws you guys to the horror genre? Why do you? Why do you get so much out of it?
1: Ask that question again.
0: What? Like, what do you find? Like, why? Why do you like the horror? Like, there's people. There are people out there that will not touch horror with a ten foot pole, right? You know, they just they do not like it. So, you know, we all three of us will <laughs> list Jaws as being our number one movie of all time, and um. You know, I mean certainly the characters and, and, and John has um so much of a, a personal uh affection for it, um, because it, it's filmed on Martha's Vineyard. Um, but there's a craft to that movie and there's scares to that movie, and I think that the scares are important to the reasons why we like it as, as much as we do. But um but what is it about horror? What is it about these movies and books and television and, and video games and what is it about this particular genre that that draws us in?
1: It's a very tough question. Mm-hmm. I mean, first thing I think of is I, I I get a physical reaction sometimes from watching a horror movie. Your heart races. You're you're just sort of on the edge of your seat with the suspense. And if you think of like you know romantic movies or action movies, you don't really get that physical reaction. I think it begins there for me.
2: I just think there's just something I, it's, I enjoy being scared. It's something, it's something I, it's a feeling that I, I enjoy where, where I growing up, I mean, I was again, obsessed, obsessed with horror movies growing up. It's like all I watched and having my older brother and my dad, like not get nothing out of those experiences and just say like, why would I want to be scared? Why would I want to watch these? I still get, try to get my brother to watch all the horror movies that we've gone to see, and and he's and he's like, I'm not watching those movies. Why would I? Why would I watch those? Like it, like I don't get. It, it's like you said, that exhilaration, that 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 fear, just that feeling. And I and I think it it it's it definitely. I don't know. It it. Uh, I guess it makes you appreciate that that stuff's not happening to you. That that you're in a situation <laughs> yeah, yeah. that that is like it's. You can like take a breath after seeing like that and be like. Whew. That was a great feeling, but I'm still safe in my house right now. I'm not. I'm not in any you know form of danger or or the, you know these things are are so for the most part. And again, it, it's particular to genre because there, there are some genres of horror that I think are so effective because they could happen to you. People could just knock on your door and mm-hmm. kidnap you and torture you. I guess <laughs> those things could realistically happen to you. But you're in a you're in an environment that is so foreign and it it's so like fantastical and and I just feel like that's a, that's a that's a world that i I enjoy being in or experiencing, and again, it's just that feeling of, that like you said that that exhilaration that yeah, I'm trying to that, that that hair standing right. up on my on, on my arms it's 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 i'm just it's just fascinating it's something I just enjoy it's a feeling that I really 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 get a lot you know look forward to and get a lot out of
0: yeah uh you know I think it goes back to like you know kids you know love Love, like, spooky stories. You know, they they love, like, like you know, little spooky stories. Or, like, you know, if there's, you know, a rumored, you know, haunted house down the street. You know, they love, like, elaborating on it. And I think that from a very early age, like, we kind of like that little thrill, you know, that comes with, like, you know, trying to just scare a friend and just being scared. And I guess that's what just a horror movie is. It's like a big budget, just little, just trying yeah. to scare your friend. Yeah, and it's
2: almost like a test. You're, like, testing your, your, your bravery. You're testing, yeah. like you said, like, you know, daring... Remember your friends to, to 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 go in a house or, yeah, or or
1: exactly. We used to turn off all the lights in your house. There's there's <laughs> the last, something the yeah. <laughs> there's something. How far can you get into the house? It was yeah. just, it was amazing. I there, dare anybody to do that? Awesome.
0: <laughs> so here are the rules. Um, just like like John said, make sure all the lights are off. Get John Carpenter's Halloween soundtrack. Make sure it's John Carpenter's. Yes. Um. Put it on loud. 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 Piercing. Okay, go wait outside for a couple minutes. Just let the music start to play inside the house, um, and then however many people are there with you, dare yourselves to one by one go into the house. No flashlight, okay. And so make sure that you're you're familiar with the house, that it's your house <laughs> or a friend's house, someone that um, you you know the layout. Um, walk into the house, see how far you can get, um, because your imagination is going to start to. To, to jump in an overdrive, and that combined with the music playing. Um, it's your house or your friend's house, a house that you're familiar with, but in that moment, it's not your house anymore because you step into the the horror genre.
1: I can um, still oh. remember trying to get into your basement. With, I, <laughs> the, the, the black abyss that was the darkness. I, I felt like it was touching me. It was just so scary. Uh, which is so dangerous. Like, what if you just? Tripped? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So do not do this. Yeah. Do not go out and walk around uh without a flashlight in a dark house. Um, but uh, Play at your own risk. Yeah, God, it was terrifying. I'm, I'm telling you, I still, I still, um, this this summer. When we, I want to come back here this summer. Um, but I want to. Uh, Not going swimming in the water. Yes, I want <laughs> to like go down. I want, to, I want to mm. just jump into the water yeah. with a um, underwater flashlight and like just just go down as as deep as you can go without the flashlight on. And then when you've hit a point that you think is like pretty deep, just turn the flashlight on. No. Yes. <laughs> like, I want to like yeah like i mean of course like you 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 know and of course like you do this at night um <laughs> of course you're going to turn the flashlight on and you are going you're going you're gonna to see nothing but of course there's what if john's torso's down there <laughs> <laughs> the light the lit the lit torso um
2: but that's more i i that just ties into the whole you know what 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 you what are you drawn to and it's mm-hmm. just that that challenge, that fear, and that challenge that you can get through it. Yeah. So, so it's that's a more literal uh, uh, experience that you wanna you want us to partake in, but which I probably would end up doing if we ended up <laughs> if we ended up doing it. But uh, as much as I protest, I wish but, the um, listeners
1: could see the campsite that we're It has a graveyard on site. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God!
2: You d- you just do it. You get out just think about how how you know what how that feeling you'll get that rush and that, and i think that just goes into you know that 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 those same feelings or or what are what i get out of horror in general or, or uh
1: on a side note i kind of want to see that graveyard in the in the daylight tomorrow before we leave i want to take a picture yeah okay
2: was that the one we Turned went to before voice. at night yeah. and yeah. sat in yeah. that's pretty awesome
1: hmm. so out of place yeah, just a graveyard in the middle of the campground. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not normal. Ah. Anything else? Well, did, did we, as far as the scary moments, I mean, did we all cover, like, a, a particular movie that we had from our childhood, or that we still carry, as far as a scary moment? Like, for me, it was the clown house. You mm-hmm. chose Jaws. That was yours. sort of... I guess I, can't I would as...
2: say, yeah, I guess, yeah, because if we're but I'd say this too and he and, and Connor uh, basically uh, mentioned it before I could, but the but the Exorcist for mm-hmm. so many reasons, so many reasons, you know, but uh, if you're talking about I- I- iconic things that still stick to you, you know, being being a grown man that that still get me exactly the same as they did the first time I saw it was was that interpretation of of the devil in that movie where yeah. you get to see those subliminal flashes of oh, the devil's face and i am thinking about it right now and i'm getting creeped out <laughs> and what's so awesome about it is is that it's almost human like it's 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 recognizable at the same time not you know it has eyes you know they're not they're not snake eyes yeah. or red yeah. eyes those are those are those are eyes that for all you know purposes look human but but at the same time you know you're not looking at a person I don't know what you're looking at. And I and I think that's what, what scares me the most is that it's almost mm-hmm. recognizable at the same time totally foreign and and just very just like ooh, terrifying to me. and And I think it's just done so well because it's so quick and you don't really know what you're seeing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think in being obsessed with that movie and looking for stills of the face and trying to like, you know, get over my fear by looking at it, uh, I've tried to, like, even going into, you know, like I said, in adulthood, I'm still at this point. I, I, I basically dare myself when I look at look up the picture to just look yeah. at it. And, I, I mean, how, how many movies can you say do that, to you know, or do that and, and still give you the creeps and still when it's on television, I'd stop what I was doing. I could have plans. And just if I pass the television and The Exorcist is on, I'll just sit down and watch yeah. it. And I'll sit down and watch it knowing that I'm going to be terrified the entire movie. So I'd say, you know, it might be a tie between that and Jaws because it, those those two have
1: stuck with me. Right, yours was the killer bees, right? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean,
0: <laughs> you have, like, home invasion, right? You have the <laughs> devil. And I, and I, have I, I have the blob. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um No, I mean, like, there was a scene in the blob. Like, the, the I mean, I'm thinking the original here, not even the remake, but, like... The homeless guy finds it, right? He's the he's the one that that finds it. He's poking at it with a stick, and then like, it gets on the stick, and then before he knows it, it's on his hand, um, and then he can't get it off. You know, and that that really creeped me. The idea of like just something—it's not even—it's not burning him. It's not doing anything to him. It's just—it's on him, and he can't get it off. And that that just like that really creeped me out. Um,
2: <laughs> You're creeping me out right now, <laughs> like thinking it, <of>, like yeah. Uh...
0: <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of, like, when I was, like, uh, like a kid kid, um, the things that, that, like, really scared me. Um, you know, and I watched, like, the universal horror movies, and, uh, but the, the thing that's, like, so interesting about that is that I think, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but for me, like, Dracula and the Wolfman and the Mummy and Frankenstein, like, they, they weren't really, like, I recognized them as monsters, but to me, they were more like my friends. You know, I mean, like there was something that I just I loved about them. Like I was so familiar with them. But of course, like by the point when they existed, you know, you had like Count Chocolate and you had, um, you know, like all these you know, all your characters. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, you, you had the Count from Sesame Street. You know, I mean, they they were so popularized that they were just a part of our culture. Um, so and maybe that that's one of the reasons why I kind of had my foot in the door with with horrors because there were these aspects of horror that had you know just become popularized and become a part of our 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 tapestry in all aspects and you know they kind of they they make it easy um to sort of you know get in and explore um what it was um but i think i mentioned earlier today the jacob's ladder is just a completely just it's a disturbing movie through and through um i there's a scene in the movie where he's like in a party and there's just like a sea of people and he can't get out and he just looks out at the crowd and what should be just a normal room filled with people is just it's an endless pit of people and that's horrifying um all of jacob's ladder is horrifying um but just let's see i was fourth grade i think when twin peaks was on um and twin peaks is just it's just a nightmare It's a nightmare experience. Um, And the things that occur in Twin Peaks, there's just a a sense of wrongness at all times. Uh, That's just terrible. Like, like, just little things. Like, when a character looks in the mirror and it's not that character's reflection looking back. You know? Um, Stuff like that just really creeps me out. So, ugh. And then anything, anything by David Lynch, ultimately. <laughs> like, I I've, i don't know if I've, I've mentioned it on the podcast before or not, but there's a scene in Mulholland Drive that just involves someone, like, behind a dumpster. That's just, like, one of the scariest moments in uh, in cinema um, history. Did you hear the rumor uh, that's been going on the last couple about days? Twin about Twin Peaks coming back? Yeah. Yep. Do you think that's true? Well, I doubt it.
2: Why would Why would they tweet? So,
0: did you hear about this show? No, I didn't. So, David Lynch and the co-creator of Twin Peaks, um, at the same time, sent out a tweet, um, and it's a line from Twin Peaks: that the gum that gum you like is gonna come back in style." And that that was it. That was the tweet. But it's like these two guys. Like, why why would they? Like, why why would they do that? Why would they have a synchronized tweet that? That kind of hints at something. Would you want to see that? You wouldn't? I don't know. I think I would. I mean, of course, like... What I, network had it? Was that ABC? That was ABC. And I don't, I don't know how that, that works after, like, 20, 20 yeah, years, like, whether or not they still retain the rights. Um, if it would be a movie, if it would go to Netflix. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that would be like. And then, like, I know that Kyle MacLachlan just had, um, like, lunch or dinner with David Lynch a couple of weeks ago. Um... Which could be anything. I mean, they are—they've like known each other for years. They could just be getting food together, <laughs> or, or David Lynch is floating an idea past them. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. So there we go. So if that happens, the Stephen King Stephen King cast will turn into the David uh, Lynch the David <laughs> Lynch
2: cast, <laughs> the Twin Peaks cast,
0: <laughs> um, because that 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 show to me was just as formative. Um, to me, as as, as uh, Stephen King was, certainly. Um, so I guess my, my last question, I know that you guys are not, you're not like super Stephen King fans, but um, w- just, I mean, like you grew up, you grew up in a world of Stephen King and he, his mm-hmm. name means something. So I guess my question is, what what does Stephen King mean to you?
1: To me, I don't know if it's gonna make sense or not, but he's an he's an outlet of fear of stuff I didn't know I had, hmm. um, and in a personal way, just you can you can relate to these characters in such a unique way that uh, I don't know, he paints pictures with those words, so he's just an outlet of that of that idea. Mm-hmm.
2: I hope that made sense. It did. Well, I think that it's, it's, it's hard to explain for me because it's, it's, it's so larger than life to me. The name alone just is so like all-encompassing. And in my first experience with Stephen King wasn't even reading actual material. It was, it was, you know, growing up as a kid, my dad read Stephen King's books. And I, I don't even remember how young. Definitely very, very young. I'd say maybe eight, maybe eight. Or or nine I was maybe even, maybe even younger but you know just walking around the house and seeing the cover of his edition of The Shining so I still remember this you want to talk about iconic things that still stick in my head as creepy something simple as a as a yellow book with the with the logo to The Shining with a with this face in the in I don't know if you remember what what image I'm talking about you know there might be. I don't know if this is the. It must have been the original version of this book, but there's this there's this creepy face just standing, or just sitting in the middle of the of the actual words, The Shining. And I remember staring at it for hours, and 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 just being so creeped out. And you know, once I knew it was there and I saw it, I I wouldn't want to go in his study to to look huh. around at his books, based solely off this cover of this book. So before I even read anything by him, I already had this. Like primal fear uh, of the name, just the name alone. It was something that I'd already kind of built up yeah. I, this fear and this in this image in my head of what I was going to read. And The Shining was 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 the first book I read of Stephen King, and and probably still my favorite of of what I've read. But I already went in knowing nothing. <sighs> Other than this image that he probably had nothing to do with, yeah. uh, but just that name, you know, my first my first introduction to who he was as a writer, that logo, and that just simple image of The Shining, and that kind of just uh, already solidified him in my mind as something that that just already caused me to be terrified of 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 the product, the name, you know, the name alone. So I mean, obviously, I haven't been disappointed since in reading his material, but. And a lot of awesome stuff, but just it's it, it. I already had, and I guess I was gonna say, I already had a a, a larger than life uh, fear, and and <clears throat> preconceived, I guess, idea of what I was getting into before I even read you know read one line that he's written.
0: It's great. Um, I, I just I just go, I just googled um, uh, the Shining original book cover, um, and it's taking forever to um. To, to come up like the images, but uh, the the one of the first web results is twenty embarrassingly bad covers for classic
1: novels. <laughs> <laughs> um, John, what were were you gonna say something? I was gonna say I just remember you were just talking about the the name bringing up fear. You know, just seeing it. And I can remember sometimes staying home from school, and you know, my mom might have been doing laundry downstairs or just a quick errand or something like that. I can remember seeing, like, the stand commercials for, for the book. Mm-hmm. And I, I just remember, like, a, I think it was just, like, a little icon of, like, a like good and evil. Yep, yep, and, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it just scared me. And I was like, what is that? And it took me a long time to, to figure it out and get the courage to read it. But I just have a, a very young memory of that of that name.
0: Well, you had, um, talking about classic covers, um, you had the classic cover to, um, I consider it a classic cover, to the first Stephen King book that that I ever read, and your edition was the first, uh, Stephen King book that that I ever read, and that was the, describe it.
1: It's (laughs) simply just, you know, Stephen King... It, it has just the classic image of Tim Curry, um, you know, uh, just the, his, his face on the cover staring at you, uh, inviting you in, and uh, it, it's just so iconic to our memories of, of of Stephen King's book. Um, I can remember, yeah, that's The Shining, that is kind of creepy. That's that's,
0: that's <laughs> a creepy that Tony just pulled up the uh the picture
1: um yeah (laughs) (laughs) just yeah uh, going back to it i mean i i kept that book locked up in a uh like a like a basket thing Mm. in my basement because i didn't want to see it (laughs) it it stayed down there for a a good five six years and i would ever whenever i'd go down there i i felt like a presence there i always felt Mm. like it was it was contained within that basket Mm. And I'm not lying. I actually kept things on top of that basket to keep it there. <laughs> um, I still have the book, by the way. Do you really? Yes, yeah, in my truck. Actually, I was gonna give it to you. Oh <laughs> my god, that that'd be great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I I'll, I'll need to read that when, when I get to the um, the it review. No, I, I think that'll be full circle.
2: It's funny that you mentioned that. Uh, you know, once that movie came out, how. Again, ingrained in our pop culture, just that version of Tim Curry's uh, Pennywise was. I, I, you know, when like I said my father read, you know, had an extensive library at that point of Stephen King, and I remember. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like a a a hand, a, like a like a monster hand coming out of the sewer. Yeah, yes. the original cover. Is that it, the original the, cover? The, the boat. Yes, yeah, the boat yes. Is, is and that was. The the I remember that's the edition that I that I. It's uh, a three clawed green yep, claw mm-hmm. coming out. That um, I that I remember.
1: Um. It's just so crazy to see that it won the the Tim Curry because it's like soon to be a CBS movie, yeah, something like that.
0: Um, and he and he was great. Yeah, I mean like he he transcended that that film because the movie's not great. No, uh,
1: no, no. <laughs> but he's
0: great. Yeah, and yes. he like scary clowns are are terrifying for a lot of people, and I think that he's he's the reason for why it became so popularized. Mm. It could have um, been
1: so silly. <laughs> it could've been.
0: Um I and mean, he does things. Like like he like he doesn't talk like Tim Curry in that no. movie. You know, he has like a like a New York accent or something, you know? Like it's 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 kinda weird and like he does things with his mouth. Like he like over enunciates with his mouth and like his mouth will like like uh warble and yeah, like quivers a little yeah, bit. Yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. It's oh god, he's he's <laughs> awesome. But like He's just very animated. He complete, yeah. That's a great way of putting it. Um, he's he's so animated, uh, and he could have played it in so many different ways. Like he could have like really played up the creepiness, but he didn't. Like he played up the clownness, and not even in a creepy clown way. He just like was like really personable a lot of the time, you know, and like laughing. And it's like again, like laughing at times when he shouldn't be laughing. That's what makes it creepy. And then oh my god, like there's a scene in the movie that's not in the book, but like at the very beginning. I think. Is the first scene the Georgie scene
1: in the in the movie, or is it the the scene with the... The, the... the clothesline? Yes. Yeah, I don't remember. I want to see it. Georgie opens it, but I could be wrong, but I, I felt like you were going to bring up the that
2: clothesline. That
0: clothesline scene. Do you, do you remember the clothesline yes. scene? How he's just behind the clothesline, <laughs> yes. and he's like, wait a minute. Yes, you yeah. yeah. creep like...
2: out, and then, and, then, and then the kid is already lured them. in, yeah. to, and then it goes again, and he's just staring at him. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, um... So... <laughs>
0: Right now, um, it is in uh, is in development. I don't know what, to what stage of development for um, a remake. Um, so, I mean, the the big question is when when they they cast Pennywise. Does anyone have an idea like who they would want to see cast as Pennywise? Because those are pretty big clown shoes to Man, fill. Yeah, I
1: would I would have to think about that. That's not easy. No.
0: Tony, any any thoughts?
2: I'm nervous. I'm Nervous about mm. what? What could they possibly? And we had talked about this earlier. I mean, what? What? God, could you
1: imagine if it was CGI? Just how bad that would be. I
2: damn. I, I guess I'm not worried. Maybe I, I should be worried. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. But CGI Tim Curry clown. <laughs> and we and we just had talked. Like, have we seen everything? You know, we're 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 like you said. We ju- we're just coming into that new season of American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. They've promised the scariest clown you've ever seen. Haven't we seen the scariest clown you've ever seen? Like. Like what? What else is? What else can you do with a clown? And and to go back to Clown House mm-hmm. again, that movie resonated with me as a kid. I was obsessed with it, and it was for a lot of reasons. And it was it, the other fact is the clowns don't talk the entire yeah. movie. They're just like, yeah. oh God, yeah. we could have a whole <laughs> whole podcast on that movie alone. But what else is there to? Is that
1: on DVD? I have. VHS. I have a VHS. That's what I have. I, I have a VHS. Yeah, same thing. The yellow yep. box. We talked about yep.
2: before. What else is there to show? How out what I and, and I and I'm nervous at the same time excited at the fact that what could someone new do with that who's probably having the same argument that we're having right now. Like what what could we do differently with this character? To 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 set himself apart mm-hmm. or do something new that would get that version, that Tim Curry version out of your mind. That you're not going to. Maybe you. Maybe in the beginning of the movie you'd still have it, but at the end you've totally mm-hmm. got a new.
0: Would he have to look like? Because like the I don't know. The, the the Tim Curry clown kind of was. Was he designed more like like a circus clown? Kind of like a Bozo the clown. Yes. Okay, yes, so and that's definitely if, the
2: explanation in the movie. Is everybody's like, oh.
0: So how about this? Like the the rumor is, is that you know the. Um, the, the new film will take place you know the flashbacks will be in the 1980s which will speak to the, the like people in our generation and it will be like you know everyone that grew up with the Amblin films which will still have the same kind of wholesome quality that the 50s were supposed to have um, you know we had talked about rather than having like Dracula and like the, the Wolfman and all that stuff it would be um, you know like the the, the the 80s things that scared all of us growing up you know Freddy and, and Jason which I think would be really interesting but what clown was prominent in the 1980s that would be terrifying if turned on its head.
1: Ronald McDonald? Would,
0: wouldn't that be terrifying?
1: Mm-hmm. You creep me out. I have yeah. a picture of
0: Ronald. Like, you know, he's <laughs> he's giving scary me on award. his own. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you don't I mean, even have to yeah. do anything to him. Uh, God. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that would... And I think that yeah. that would be a good way to distance um, the character from uh, from the Tim Curry incarnation. If it, like... What
1: if the what the hell was Grimace? I'm sorry. What the hell was he? What is Grimace? We've um, derailed, I, folks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I think that
0: on that note, uh, we'll be signing off. So everyone, uh, yeah, watch out for Grimace. We've come down to the uh, the heart of horror. What is the scariest thing uh, <laughs> Grimace. Grimace, just a. What a, is he? What is he? I Grimace. don't know. All right, stay tuned, guys. Next week um, for our all new episode of the Stephen King Cast. Tony, you wanna you wanna
2: give the ending? same king times same king channel yeah, there you go All thanks right. steering king cat